This is breaking news. There's a party going on right here. Woo! Welcome to a special breaking news edition of PSG Small Talk. I am your host, PSG Talk contributor Mark Damon. And as I drive home from work in my car, which makes all kinds of weird noises now, I may want to go get that checked, it is time to celebrate and have a good time. Because PSG, Paris Saint-Germain, has defeated UEFA. They have been cleared of potential financial fair play violations. PSG are in the clear for the 2018-2019 season. So all of the waiting, all of the gnashing of teeth, all of the speculation, it really was all for naught. Because when PSG made their big moves, they made sure that they did it right, that they did it legally, and they did it by the book. Unlike Marseille, who got fined $100,000 for financial fair play improprieties this day. So, let's get into some of the details. PSG have been cleared of any potential financial fair play violation for the 2015, 2016, and 2017 campaigns. Now, there's a lot of people that are trying to shade this as, well, they didn't put Neymar on the books, and they didn't put Mbappe on the books, so when they go on the books, it's going to be hard for them to comply. Hold on a second. Now, if anybody thinks that PSG did not have that in the back of their minds when they made these deals, you are out of your mind. First of all, let's be clear. We're not 100% sure how UEFA counts the Neymar transfer. No one really knows that for sure. And I'm fairly sure they're not counting the full $225 million, if they count anything at all. Because remember, Neymar did pay his own transfer fee. I, I I mean his own release clause. Let's make that clear. I'm a little excited right now. He did pay his own release clause, technically, by the letter of the law. So, yeah, I'm sure the money shows up on PSG's book somehow, but not in the same way that it would show up if it were a straight-up transfer. Now, the Mbappe deal will be official on July the 1st, so they'll have to make up that transfer, and there's plenty of ways they can do that. I'm pretty sure they'll be okay. The new, um, the new uh, sponsorships deals that they've been making over the last few um over the last few months are really sort of laying the groundwork for a PSG that will rely less and less on Qatari uh, sponsorship money like Oradu or 
the Qatari Tourism Board, the Qatari Tourism Agency, which were the contracts that uh, UEFA slightly devalued, but not nearly as much as I think people expected them to be devalued. So a major win for Paris Saint-Germain, and we'll get more into the major implications of this as we go along, but the one thing PSG will have to do, depending on who you ask, is raise either 40 million or 60 million euros in the next 15 days or so, which is very doable. PSG have sort of been in a holding pattern. They've been waiting to sort of unload these contracts and sell the players they want to sell, which include Gonzalo Guedes, Javier Pastore, um, maybe Hesse, probably not, but maybe Hesse, maybe Grzegor Krakowiak, probably Grzegor Krakowiak, um, potentially others as well. I don't think PSG will have an issue getting to that number, even though I think there will be plenty of teams that will want to lowball PSG knowing what just financially they have to reach and sort of making it a little bit harder. But with the amount of players PSG can sell and the sort of break glass options that they do have, including Angel Di Maria and Julian Draxler, if they really, really had to, PSG will make up that money. I have very little doubt about that. What this allows PSG to do, which they may have not been able to do, is that make some deals, not any major big money deals. I still don't think the N'Golo Conte thing is going to happen because 80 million is a lot. 70 million is a lot. I would say, let's think more. Um, Yassine Adley, they're going to make sure they get that deal done. Uh, I, I, it's still funny that Arsenal thought they had it. Such a banter club. Such a banter club. Um, I think you'll have probably a couple of free signings coming in, maybe um, William Carvalho, um, Jean-Luigi Buffon at some point, eventually he'll come in. So PSG will be able to make deals. They won't be completely frozen out, but there's a very good chance that PSG will not be making any big money transfers in the 2018-2019 campaign. Now, I didn't expect them to make a lot of big moves anyway, I think they need to trim the fat more than they need to really add on to it. So this is not necessarily a bad thing. The major, the major, major issues were avoided. They didn't get hit with a FFP violation. They didn't have to uh, forfeit participation in the Champions League. They did not have to lose any squad depth in their Champions League roster. They didn't have to pay a fine, unlike Marseille, who had to pay a six-figure fine today. Thought I'd add that again because it's just it's hysterical to me. Um, and they will be able to sort of have some maneuvering and ability to make some deals. Not a lot of them, but they'll make some and they'll fill in parts of their roster that they need. Right now, they are a they're like a basketball team that is at the max. They're at their cap limit. And they will have to get a bunch of mid-level exceptions. They'll have to uh, tinker with their roster. They can overhaul it, so don't expect any overhaul. The overhaul really was Tomas Tuchel, if you think about it. That was the move where PSG are going to make the biggest change on the field tactically as opposed to just adding more players. But 
I want to kind of get into the big picture here as I drive along. This is a major moment for PSG's history. And I'm going to tell you why. Because last year, PSG took a ginormous risk in signing Neymar and signing Kylian Mbappe on the loan with a permanent option to buy, uh, with a permanent uh, compulsory loan deal, for lack of a better term. This was a gamble. And the aristocrats of Europe, Bayern Munich, Barcelona, Real Madrid, all put pressure on UEFA to launch this investigation and to levy the harshest punishments possible. That is not rumor and innuendo. That is not me being suspicious and me being paranoid. That is factual. There is no more politically motivated UEFA investigation than the one that we just went through. That is not negotiable. That is a fact. PSG survived it for a number of reasons. One, because they have damn good lawyers. Two, because there was the release clause in the Neymar contract, it gave PSG some financial leeway to move the money around in a way, I believe, where it wasn't sort of all heaped on their books at once. And the Kylian Mbappe loan deal, which was an absolute masterstroke of genius. Now, PSG will have a year to, again, build up their sponsorships. They've been doing it over the last few months. I feel like next year will not be a big issue. I think PSG will get it done. I think they'll sell more players in the winter window. They're going to sell a lot anyway, even even more than the $60 million they're compelled to sell now. And by 2018, 20, by 2019... They should be cleared enough to go make some big runs at some at some key players to make the squad even better. So this is a big day, and I just go back to the politics of all of this. This is a big fuck you. And I'll curse a little bit right now, so if there's any... Uh, it's already too late if there's children in the room, but... Fuck you, Javier Tebas. Fuck you, you fucking fuck. This balding, overweight, blowhard, talking about how PSG should be expelled from the Champions League, about their financial doping, a bunch of nonsense hypocrisy. And I've been holding a lot of this back because I've tried to be even keeled about it, but this was an attack by the aristocrats of Europe. And I know I'm sounding very Trumpian right now. I get that in sort of my language and my conspiracy theories on all of this, but they're not really conspiracy theories. These were directed attacks at PSG, and they used UEFA to try to squeeze PSG and put pressure on them. That's absolutely what happened here, because the minute PSG made the transfer, UEFA said, oh, we're going to investigate, don't worry, don't hurt us, Barcelona. Don't hurt us. Don't hit us so hard, Real Madrid. We're going to investigate. And they investigated and they investigated. And you know what? They couldn't get them. They couldn't get them. Think about that. All the resources, all the time. And PSG did this right. There's a lot of things that PSG do wrong. A lot of things that PSG do wrong. 
in the way they run the operation, in the way that they meddle in the team, the way that they let ego sometimes get out of control. But do not doubt Nasser Al-Halifi's um, business acumen. This guy deserves a ton of credit for this. And their whole staff, their whole financial staff and their lawyers all deserve a tremendous amount of credit for what was just pulled off here. This is a major victory. And it's another slap in the face to an aristocracy that is slowly losing its grip. And clubs like Manchester City, clubs like Paris Saint-Germain, who may not have the Qatar and the United Arab Emirates money forever, but they're building something that will last for the next 10, 15, 20 years for whoever they sell the club to. They will have a money-making entity. They will have a top-level European club. And I've said at multiple occasions that there were times where PSG became part of the European elite. This was the moment. If no other moment, this was the final hurdle. Because if they had tried to sanction PSG, a lot would have happened. And if they were so bold as to try to expel PSG from the Champions League, there would have been lawsuits, there would have been major, major ripple effects throughout Europe. And it really would have crippled PSG. And I think unfairly it would have crippled PSG. So I don't mean to be blind to some of the negative stuff of all of this. Again, they're going to have to be reviewed for the 16, 17, 18 seasons as well. So they're not nearly going to be able to spend as much in this window, nor probably should they. And it's not completely over, but I think if there was going to be a moment where UEFA was going to try to get PSG and please the big boys, this was going to be the moment, and they didn't do it. They didn't do it. This is more of a celebratory podcast. This is a moment because for the months and months and months of this and the hand-wringing and the accusations and the, oh, PSG are going to be hit with financial fair play, we're going to go sign all their players stuff, it was insulting. And there were a lot of people that didn't know what they were talking about that tried to explain PSG's situation. And I just sort of sat back and went, this is what it is. They know what they're doing in this case. They wouldn't have done it unless they didn't. And PSG got off relatively scot-free. So, what a day. What a moment. Now the PSG, um, now we can start looking forward to the season. This is sort of, this cloud has been lifted a bit. And... Now you can sign Gianluigi Buffon, you can introduce him, you can bring in a defensive midfielder, maybe not a high-priced one, maybe a William Carvalho on a loan, not a loan, sorry, I'm, I'm, high, I'm hyped up right now, William Carvalho on a, uh, on a free, you can, you can announce that Yassine Adley has snubbed Arsenal, because who wouldn't snub Arsenal right now? Unai Emery's their coach, um, and... It's time to put this behind us for now because it really was the cloud hanging over everybody's head. And it's time to 
get ready for the World Cup. Enjoy the World Cup without having all of this nonsense to worry about. And as a fan, just enjoy the moment. And enjoy that you can rub this in people's faces. That PSG fought the law and they won. And there's not a damn thing that Barcelona or Real Madrid or UEFA can do about it. So as I said at the beginning, there definitely is a party going on right here for PSG Talk. This has been PSG Talk contributor Mark Damon saying au revoir for now.